these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Barney, we've got to get you in. The, we've got to get you in the DeLorean. You, you're, you've got, you're gonna fit. We got to get out of here. I don't, I don't, Jordan. I don't know. There's wires hanging out. Where did you even get this DeLorean, man? I don't know. It, the paint, eBay, eBay is real cheap right now. They got a lot of good deals. I mean, it's rusting. There's things hanging out of it. I don't. I mean, it. It. I know we like Back to the Future a lot, but is this practical? I got the flux capacitor for a steal. What am I gonna do? Not use it? I mean, yeah, but it's not even lighting up the right colors, okay? I, yeah, that, this could go wrong. And it's starting to pop, and, oh, Barney, Barney, I, I just, get your, get your leg in there. Get your leg in there. All right, remember, we're just shooting for, for last year, right before, right, right before, before this all started. Yeah, get, get before the corona. Before corona. That's all we need. Let, you know what, let's shoot it one more year back, so that way we got some time to enjoy it. Okay. And then we'll just shoot past it as soon as it's ready. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, all I'll right. I'll be right back. All right. Well, it's eighty-six miles an hour. Shit. You can't. You can't even remember, Jordan. I can't remember. You said. You said you knew it. We're the about best. to get in a time machine. Oh, you're gonna blow us to just, hell. Just get it up there, and we're gonna go. We're all gonna, right, I'm going. Gonna, gonna take I'm us. going. Oh, God. What was that? Jordan, what are you... You almost took us to the prehistoric era. I'm just trying to make my way through here, man. What it's the is first this? time. It's, I... it's purpley. It's weird. I know it's hard, but there's street signs. Come on. We got to get this. What do we call it? Ether? Nether? I don't even know. I, I don't know, but it's going real quick. I feel like we're going to miss it, and we're going to go too far back. Uh, the streets are cobblestone. Okay. Oh, no. oh wait, hold on. Let me let me let me get Barney out of the out of the trunk. I know it was a bumpy ride. Talk to Jordan about it. All right, Barney. Sorry, sorry. Ryan was backseat driving. Oh my God, the flux capacitor is blown all to hell. What are we gonna do? This is gonna take me at least an hour to get get back up and going again. Okay. Well, in the meantime, let's uh, let's assess our surroundings here. Okay. You got you got something to entertain us while I'm I'm getting this tightened up. What do we got? We got Oh my god, are we in like Victorian era? Yeah. Look at these it buildings. Looks like, Look at do you see that oh dress? God. Does anybody wear that dress these days? Not anymore. It's beautiful, miss. I mean, honey, you are <laughs> fabulous, but it's just not for me. My eyes don't go. <laughs> His wig. His wig is too much. It's doing the most. Sorry. <laughs> well, in the meantime, while we're uh, kicking it around here, we got a we got a little story we could start. It's uh, it's kind of on topical as well. We're gonna be looking into some time slips today, Ryan. We are. Yeah. We are. You know what a time slip is? I do. But before we jump all the way in, let's catch up the people. Okay. The people like us. They like the this skits. They like the stories. At least I hope you guys like us. You've been tuning in, so either you you hate us so much you can't like you can't wait to have something else to hate us for, or you actually like us. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope not. And if that isn't the case and you do actually like us, I'm doing this at the front of the episode because it's been pretty quiet lately. Leave us a rating and review, please. 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 It helps us so much. We're not hurting for anything. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like we're begging. Um, but, I mean, everybody's stuck home with coronavirus right now. Everybody's, Now's as good a time as any to reach out. People are looking for podcasts to fill their time. People are actually spring cleaning for, for once. They're yeah. actually doing it in the spring. <laughs> So they're trying to find something to listen to. So it would help us out tremendously if you just left a rating or review. We would be so appreciative. And if you do, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. Can I call this the air? I mean, I know it's not live radio, but... It's our air. It, there we go. It's we'll our read air. read it on, on our, our air. There we go. <laughs> I like it. So, Jordan, how have you been through COVID-19 crisis? I'm uh, doing, doing okay. Just uh, got my last, well, not my last. I got my check from my job today. Um, they are hopefully going to be opening back up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Once everything blows over. Um, I work in the service industry. A couple different, well, a restaurant and a 
tap house, but they're both temporarily closed. Two of the best in Sacramento. They will weather the storm. They will weather the storm. We will weather the storm. Um, Before we go any further, can I just, I think we need to let the people know how we feel about this pandemic. Fuck coronavirus. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck, fuck it. You see how beautiful it is outside right now? I fucking hate coronavirus. Fuck coronavirus. <laughs> It's ruined so many things, things in the future, things now, things a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's, Coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty fucking terrible right now, man. It's it's but it's going to get worse before it gets better and we're going to just have to Yeah, do the things, do listen to the do. people and like let's use this as a time to like do the cool human things and like reach out to each other, do the like acts of kindness, keep up on your people. If yeah. you have anybody that like you worry about from time to time, check in on them more now. Now is the time. While people are isolated, and just keep keep up with your people. Yeah, so. this uh, this can do some some bad things to people too. Isolation yeah. is not always you know, it's rarely a good thing. Yeah, but we're Even hanging if it's in with there. Your family, we're we're not infected, so we say whatever, and we're still showing up to record this episode. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a two for two. It's not like we have a whole bunch of people. Right. <laughs> we're, we're being responsible about it. Absolutely. <laughs> but we got to keep you guys entertained so you don't And ourselves. Your... We got to do that. We got to do something just in the meantime. As, man. I, yeah. I was so... It felt like we just recorded an episode, but I was so happy that we were already doing another one. Yeah. Well, but, oh, get and in while we can. Quick announcement. I, I am going to be shutting down... Not shutting down, but I'm going to be pausing all payments from the patreon right now to to help out um anybody that that might be on our patreon um and keep them you know do our little part you know while people might be out of work and things like that you know yeah to 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 help out and um i don't know potentially we're going to reach out and see uh, we might even release the content that was on patreon already onto the main feed um just for the moment um and then once every all the quarantines and stuff are lifted then we might lock those guys back up so it might be a good chance for you get to get a taste of what some that of is stuff yeah and then <laughs> then once it's back you can you might want to want some more and dive into the patreon definitely so appreciate you guys yeah but we've been we've been hanging in there doing well yeah so and we hope you all are too absolutely don't forget to, to reach out to us, creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up on the Instagram as well. Yes. Creepycampfirepodcast. Same handle. Let us know what you guys are doing to get through quarantine. Do you got any good cryptid books? You got any good cryptid stories? Yeah. You know, let us know. Yeah, we were going to try to go down that Winchester Mystery Tour and it got Ugh. canceled. So hopefully, hopefully they'll be up and running before too long. We'll see. Hopefully. But in the meantime... In the meantime, what do you have for us, Jordan? We got time slips. We have time slips. We're back, we're back to it. We got some time slips. I wore a hat to try to... Uh, <laughs> Get the old-timey feel? Yeah, it's also my most comfortable hat. What do they I've call that? A to find. Bowler, bowler hat? I'm Between that and that, I don't know... Paperboy hat? I don't think it's a fedora. What's a fedora? No, that, no, it's fedoras not. Fedoras have a brim, right? A fedora is like what um, Frank Sinatra wore. Okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think it's a bolo, maybe? Uh, I don't know. We're going with paperboy. It's definitely, it's still not Victorian area, I don't think, but, <laughs> or, or like, I don't know, popper cap. <laughs> not really sure. We're, we're not uh, up on the fashion. I'm not well read in the, in well, in the Victorian area. <laughs> but, all right, so, time slips. Time slips. One of my favorite subjects. Yeah. If you've been listening to us for a while, you got a little taste of time slips. We talked about them um, with uh, the Paranormal Men of the Year episode. Yeah, a gentleman pilot in the British Air Force had experienced uh, ghost sighting, time slips, and aliens. I was going to say there. Uh, in my doing my research into this, um, I found that they compare the two a lot: ghost stories and time slips. I can I can see why, and we've talked about on here before. Um, times like thin dimensional veils mm-hmm. and, and things like that possibly being the the cause for some ghost sightings especially the ones that seem more um repetitive where you have the same you got lady in the white walks yep. up the stairs turns to the left every night at 2 a.m yeah those type of repetitive repetitive sightings that just the they just 
for for no reason it's like they're on a loop yeah yeah and it might just be that one sliver of time there's just a slip slip of a veil there yeah and it's just replaying over and over yeah we'll get into it okay so so technically a, a plot device or a time slip is a plot device in fantasy and, and usually in science fiction in which a person or group of people seem to travel through time by unknown means mm-hmm. uh, and some time slip stories whatever caused it and what comes from the time slip is highly significant and others the character has no control and no understanding of the process and it may not be explained to the reader at all mm-hmm. so you could be totally thrown for a loop and not literally and uh and not know what what's going on mm-hmm. or any explanation for what what's happening which i've always enjoyed i mean anything having to do with time travel or that's probably my favorite it's uh, sci-fi topic i think it's because there's so many what ifs mm-hmm. like million different actions can cause a million different reactions and i didn't realize how much i because there's so many rules that come into play when you start talking about time travel and i didn't realize how much i like yes. talking about those rules specifically yes i just thought about that that's a good that's a good point so, like we were saying, many ghosts, a lot of ghost sightings are readily explained as uh, individuals who appear out of their normal location or time. So often a ghost also seems to change the surroundings of the witness, or, or can on, on occasion, mm-hmm. uh, giving the impression of a time slip. Ghosts are you talking t- about like the smoky atmospheres sometimes? and Yeah, or like... The cold present, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the seeming shiver of cold that you get. Even more so than that, if it's if it's a more immersive um, experience, like depending on how how integral this, like, how much the ghost can do with, on this plane with you, or mm-hmm. depending on the story. Um, but they do differ in one fundamental way: ghost slips and ghost ghost slips, ghosts and time <laughs> slips. Uh, in ghost stories, the spirits can cut across time, appearing in all periods following their death. We're on time slips, on the other hand, uh, let the living experience another period. So it's just it's just kind of like for us yeah. as opposed. We got like a foggy window that we're looking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one knows if those affected actually traveled to another time, uh, but it could be like a hiccup in the space-time continuum. That was, mm-hmm. that was what Andy and I were talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, I got you. Uh, where we briefly can see like maybe earlier versions of what was on, what this like the space that we occupy. Yeah. So just seeing something that might have happened in this space or time whenever however long ago um but i don't know how that would play into like futuristic ones though too because a lot of i couldn't find any referencing anything futuristic it's always like we look on the past it has to be something that yeah i i I really like time slip stories and i've read a few and you're right I've, i've never came across one talking about the future it's always past which you would think, given a rule that we somewhat may have just established that if, or like the thin veil and being able to see things across somewhat of a plane, you would think that something would have already happened futuristically that you might be able to glimpse as well. Why would it only be the past if those things are kind of overlying? Oh, I see. You know? Are you talking about like a, two, like a two-way window? Yeah. If, like if they... If you were actually seeing something in the past, then why could it not be the reverse and them seeing you? Yeah. Yeah. So how does that, it's that, those are the fun things, the fun yeah. rules to, you know, kind of work out. I, you know, I really love adult cartoons and how they've done time travel. Cause I love Futurama. One of my yeah. favorite shows, period. And they've only touched on it like once or twice. Mm-hmm. And though they like used that time to point out all of the paradoxes and how it just there's so many things that would happen that wouldn't make sense and how you can't really create any rules out of it yeah it's almost impossible to do and then like even itself paradoxical yeah rick and morty they don't do they refuse to do it Mm -hmm. there's even like a little joke next time you watch it in rick's garage there's a box on his shelf that says time stuff (laughs) and it's them literally saying we put this idea on a shelf to never use it yeah like it's it's just there's too many paradoxes in it i can't wait for the next season by the way oh you and the whole world should be coming anytime well not next season i guess the rest of this current season should be here yeah so just getting into it man i don't know if you've ever seen like i don't know i've read i'm i happen to see time traveler's wife don't give me shit for that sorry I, I, you're fine kind of a rom-com Chick flick, but then I went and read the book. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the book was so good. Played with all of those things that we were talking about. And it's just, oh man, it's so much fun to look into. Mm-hmm. Um, so another correlation, well not correlation, but um, we're going to be following a, a ghost hunter for a little bit. Okay. Joan Foreman. So um, a ghost hunter named and author named Joan Foreman um, used to go around the UK and collect reports mm-hmm. on time slips because she thought that they kind of went hand in hand and this was part of her research. Okay. Uh, her interest took her to Haddon Hall in Derbyshire. Okay. Where she was to have a time slip of her own and allow her to develop the theory of the trigger factor. Mm. Which she says occurs when one is interested in their surroundings but not concentrating on them. Okay. A slip can occur at a precise place and moment, and the witness is thrust seemingly into another time. How are you interested but not concentrating on it at the same time? That's a good question. <laughs> like, if you're interested in it, by definition, you're thinking about it, and by thinking, you're concentrating on you're it. You're concentrating, yeah. So I, so I guess maybe trying to be as big picture as possible, trying to think maybe? outside of yourself, or maybe not think at all, but just be present where you're at. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Like shut your mind off, but be there physically. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm that's not, the best thing. I I'm can. not totally knocking it. I just, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how it works. It's, it doesn't make sense, but I mean, all right. I worked for her. Yeah. Apparently. I mean, if you a trigger time slip, go for it. Trigger factor, man. She entered the courtyard of Haddon Hall when without warning, she saw a group of four children just playing at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. A girl about nine years old caught her attention. She had shoulder-length blonde hair, a white Dutch hat, and a long green-gray silk dress with a white collar. She watched with fascination the children playing in the yard, fully aware that she was not seeing with the physical eye, yet conscious of watching real action. It almost sounds like remote viewing. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It all like it all plays. Yeah. But I don't know how she knows that firsthand. Like she knew that off the bat that she was seeing something that wasn't supposed to be happening there. Yeah, that must that must have been in retros- retrospect, but she didn't say. Okay. Um. So she wanted to find the identity of the nine-year-old, of mm-hmm. the oldest child. So she entered the the hall looking at family portraits. I don't know what brought her to do that, but I guess she figured she would maybe they belonged there. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's where you saw them. Yeah. Then, that yeah. that like <laughs> that. Hopefully, they live there. <laughs> Just a group of kids playing on stairs. You know. Hanging in the middle was a picture of the girl she had seen. It was Lady Grace Manners who died in the 1640s. Okay. And Foreman is not that old. Foreman was, uh, I think she said early 90s mm-hmm. or mid-90s. She saw this in the 90s. Yeah. Not she's in her 90s. Just clarifying. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she had she had kind of her own little experience there. Yeah. Um, All right. So we found some some children in the 1600s playing on some steps. Yes. Yeah. She had her own she had her own little time slip. Joan Foreman. Uh, there's another example that comes from Leeds Castle in Kent, which is a county in southeast England. Okay. Is this still from Joan? No. This is this okay. is a Joan's done. Joan's where done. We've got we've got these yeah. are all going to be separate occurrences from here on. Gotcha. So this is in Southeast England, where a Miss Alice Pollock experienced what she what could be called a classic time slip. Okay. She was experimenting none in none of Henry. that new age. None stuff. of that. <laughs> none of this vintage she hipster any, bullshit. Any newfangled, yeah. <laughs> I want a good old classic time slip. Okay. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I guess I don't know prehistoric, not prehistoric. That was the wrong word. <laughs> cut that. Um, I ain't cut nothing. No. <laughs> it's bullshit. So she was experimenting in Henry VIII's rooms okay. by touching objects in an effort to experience events from another time. Okay. So she was trying to bring it on. I've heard of some mediums like doing sensory, that. Sensory, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some kind of like being able to pull like memory out of something, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like what she's doing. After a while and receiving no impressions whatsoever, um, the room suddenly changed. It went from modern and comfortable to cold and bare. Okay. The carpet disappeared, and now there were logs burning in a fire. Uh, a tall woman in a white dress started walking up and down the room, pacing. Okay. Her face deep in concentration. And then, not long after that, the room went back to normal. Like again, and not a lot of a lot of these are like that's kind of just one of the loop. Yeah. I feel like one of the smaller loop things that could happen. Uh huh. But none of them are 
super significant as far right. as like interaction or anything like that, unfortunately. But that's that's so detailed. It's not just like, oh, the room was a little different and then it was back to the way it was again. Yeah. At least you saw somebody. Yeah, it was you saw a person. You have very descriptive things about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a feeling, the carpet. First off, imagine this rug just disappearing yeah. under our feet. And then that fake furnace over there being a real furnace. Light on fire? Yeah. Or not even being there in the first place and then just showing up? No, no thank you. Right. By, <laughs> by researching the castle's history, it was found that the rooms had been the prison of Queen Joan of Navarre, Henry V's stepmother, who had been accused of witchcraft by her husband. So that's who she thinks she saw in okay. the chambers. Because I guess that was the... Was she doing math? <laughs> <laughs> Has she been accused of witchcraft? Oh, oh man. Yeah, Did she knows? put a Band-Aid on somebody? Who knows back then? Yeah, was she nice? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. We're, uh, I got to clarify. Obviously, we're making fun of the stupidity of men claiming women were witches. I just, women can do some good math, all right? <laughs> Pre, pre-modern prejudices. It's crazy. Um, all right, so we're going to jump up to 19, 1950. Okay. We are in 1950? <laughs> well, no, no, the, the person experiencing this? The person experiencing it is in 1950. Okay, I just want to keep my dates straight because I want to make sure where they're going. We are in 1950. <laughs> in I Bre- thought my pants got a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a lot higher because we're in Brecken, Germany. Oh, the Lederhosen. <laughs> there was a party being thrown. In January 1950, in Brecken, Germany. Uh, it was attended by a Miss E.F. Smith. Okay. According to her, she left the party late, having had a little bit too much to drink. Uh, driving conditions were extremely poor. She was driving. And it was the 50s, so, like, it's, it's you know, do, do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. Do not DUI, Squatch. Good job. Don't ever drink. And, and definitely drive. don't do it in a time machine. The Stellorian. Oh, my God. The handling on it. Awful. Hey, you wanted to bust out the Maker's Mark, man. <laughs> I mean, I figure there's no, like, well, I guess maybe there's time cops, but I don't want to find them. No, no, no. Time police? We don't mess with that. Uh, So it was pitch black outside, and a recent snowfall had been followed by rain. So, like, it's the worst possible time to be on the road. Gotcha. Two miles down, she crashes into a ditch. She had to abandon her car and continue her journey on foot. It's chilly. A little cold. And then as soon as she got out of the car, she said, Oh my God, is my face hot? <laughs> yeah, because she was drunk. Yeah. So she had about eight miles to go on foot. Fun. Um, and this is when her her par- well, so her paranormal experience doesn't kick in until she's about to come up on on this village. Okay. Lethem Village. Um, and she was about a half a mile out when she started seeing this uh, this shadowy group of people mm-hmm. carrying torches kind of just on the brink on the edge of the city sounds like some people you want to party with yeah so she uh viewed from a distance good carefully call. yeah you weren't that drunk then good call right yeah well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah not that inebriated so she probably them. sobered her up <laughs> yeah i can't imagine crashing into a ditch is uh it's gonna be conducive to your to your buzz <laughs> So she's watching this group, and there's apparently also bodies laying on the ground. Oh. So she's watching this group go over, and they're turning the bodies over and looking at them, and then turning them back over. And so... Dark turn. Yeah. (laughs) So she watches them go on for a minute, and then she watches them go around a corner and disappear. Um, Because she she goes to look for them, and then they're gone. So what she thinks, she came across, uh, because this battle... um, happened uh, there's this really famous battle called the battle of nectin smear uh, yeah heard of it last week no I, <laughs> in that area yeah uh it was i know you wouldn't even hear it, like who, who are the pictish warriors like you got me pictish warriors um we're we fighting. sound real uneducated right now i'm sorry right? to I our know. foreign listeners and germany's actually been tuning in lately so Sorry, Jeremy. It's all good. We're, we're learning. We're trying here. <laughs> uh, I believe so. That was they were saying that the the Nectar battle was was Welsh. I'm assuming okay. it was between uh, Germany, 
German, German and Welsh. I mean, or whatever, whatever it was, because it was 685 AD. So the way back, it's around the seventh century. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So whatever, whoever was in the area at that time, I haven't looked on a map that far back. Right. Um, but she thinks that she saw one of their kind of hunting crews going through and mm-hmm. finding their own dead. Yeah. For burials. Wow. Which is quite a conclusion to come to. Yeah. I have to say. Which to be, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you have to acknowledge the fact that she was drunk. Yeah. But I feel like drunk people get a little bit too much flack because you get a lot of stories from drunk people. And being drunk is not going to cause you to hallucinate. No. Um, it, will it, pa- it, it will cause you to pass out in the bathroom. You might exaggerate <laughs> the facts. Um, but it's it's not going to cause you to see things that aren't there. Uh, like, not typically, like a village, unless you're mixing that with some uh, some pretty good other stuff and some people with torches. I so, mean, first of all, in 1950, he'd be walking around with torches. Yeah, I think flashlights and at least lanterns. At le- yeah, at least at the very least, an oil lantern mm-hmm. was common enough. Yeah, but so. I mean, a, a little sizable group walking around mm-hmm. checking bodies out like that'd be be a little off-putting only a little bit like i'm gonna head the other direction i'm just gonna walk my eight miles back to my Uh, car and try to get next time martha just take your shoes off and pass out at the house yeah and don't drive drunk and you won't go back in time chill at the party to some savages take it easy so next we have the oklahoma white building okay i don't know if you've heard of that one or not actually it sounds kind of familiar this was one of the more popular ones uh, that i could find go for it so a white Ford pickup pulled up to a cattle pasture near Ponca City, Oklahoma. It's, and this is in early fall of 1971. Hmm. So a couple, okay. of, a couple of years later. 70s. Golden age. Golden age. <laughs> I want to go back. Let's go there. Let's go there <laughs> in the time machine. That's some good music. Just chill there. Uh, oh, man. Go to a Led Zeppelin concert. I'd kill. Carl, Mark, and Gordon... Uh, worked for the cattle feed distributor and were sent there to pick up a feeder. Okay. Yeah. So what the so what they found kept them quiet for forty one years. Okay. Um, That's a long time. Yeah. Right. We opened the gate, which was barbed wire with no lock, and entered. We went on the property, which was covered with grass up to and over the hood of the truck. Um, so they drove through the tall grass to a tank sitting close to a red barn and got out to empty this to pick up the feeder. Mm-hmm. when they realized it was almost half full and way too heavy to load. So they drive back to their office, tell their boss about the situation. Yeah. And uh, on the way there, they find a two-story white house with no lights on in front of us, just on the other side of this barn. So they they see it and they, they take note of it because it doesn't look necessarily fit yeah. there. But they just, they just drive off because there's nothing really going on there. There's okay. no lights or anything like that, so... They figured that. Well, this was on his their boss's property. This is on a property that they were just going to pick up a feeder at. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the White House was at the feeder property. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they were going back to their boss's house. They were going to back tell to yeah. them now. They okay. were going back to their office or uh, to tell the boss about um, that the feeder was full and they couldn't yeah. lift it. Yeah. So they and go he's back. He's like, "You lazy bastards, just dump out the feed and load up the tanker." Probably. No, this guy's nice. Like he's oh, like, oh. "We'll drain it." He's like, "We'll drain it, and you guys can go pick it up tomorrow." Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what I said. I just he left the bastards out. <laughs> you would think you would think that they would have done that before they came the first time, but right. you know, efficiency. So, we went to the location to retrieve the tank the next night. Mm-hmm. This time, we decided to go through the old White House on the hill and bring our shotguns. Because in case that's you know, you know logical, let's bring guns and go into someone else's home. We're in Oklahoma. No, <laughs> there's your joke. <laughs> Um, so what they ended up seeing was burned into their memories it was no longer there Um, they had driven onto the property loaded the tank pulled off to go back to the house on their way back Mm -hmm. house is completely gone okay there's no foundation there's no there's no demolition no sign of anything like that nothing so what they had all seen together the night before, all three of them, and questioned, they ended up trying to go back to the next day, and it was just completely gone. Hmm. None of them have any idea Weird. what happened. But did they get the tanker? Yeah, they got that meter <laughs> all right. 
they did their job <laughs> <laughs> their boss was happy <laughs> like stop talking about white houses that don't exist but did you there hasn't been them? anybody there for 15 years these cows haven't been fed in three days yeah. will you get it <laughs> right you're right barney there's not a better way to sit out in nature than to sit here and chew on some of this delicious moses family jerky jordan what you sipping on over there I got some Moses Family coffee in my cup. What? I didn't know you brought that along. Oh, dude, it's delicious. It's good, because it's cold this morning. Barney's got us out. He's going to introduce us to his family. I know. I'm excited, too, buddy. It's going <laughs> we to, all are. I've only seen one big feet. So <laughs> one big we, feet? One big feet. But I can't wait to do the rest. It's chilly this morning, because he's got all that fur, and we don't. But we got this coffee from Moses to keep us warm. And this jerky to keep our bellies full. What flavor are you chewing on? Man, you know I go with the sweet and spicy every time. Oh, it's my favorite. But they've got so many flavors. It's like sweet and spicy is my safe one, and mm-hmm. then I'll get another one just to try it out. Teriyaki, peppered, anything you want. All kinds. But either way, definitely enough to keep us full while we're out here in the middle of the woods waiting for Barney's family. And you know what's better than getting delicious jerky and coffee is getting it cheaper all oh, discount? Cam- on discount. Ooh. All camper listeners get a discount if they just put in uh, the code CREEPY10. You get 10% off your order, and it's a little kickback to the podcast. That so, is a steal. Right? It's a win-win. And oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Look, Jordan, it, it, there's three of them. Um, apparently, Liverpool is a hot spot. No? Yeah. They talk about these, these time vortexes. Uh-huh that apparently potentially exist in the world. Uh, Liverpool appears to be one of them. Okay. There's also a lot in the ocean. I think there's there's apparently like 12. Hmm. Uh, they're called the Devil's Triangles. Oh, I know. And, of, I mean, I know about two of them. Well, yeah, one of them is the Bermuda. Yeah, and then there's, I think they call it the Dragon's Triangle. And then I think there's Which is one in, or two more. Yeah, that I think one. If there's 12 points. Oh, just the points. Okay, yeah. I was like, that's a lot of triangles. Exactly, yeah. No, so okay. I think if there's 12 points, and I think that correlates kind of four areas Yeah. that these kind of things happen. Yeah, and I think ge- ge- geographically, they're on the exact opposite ends of the world from mm-hmm. each other. Because, like, the exact opposites. Like, if you drew a line through the Earth at the center of the Bermuda Triangle, you'd come out at the center of, like I said, I think it's called the Dragon's Triangle, mm-hmm. which is, like, south of Japan. Okay. It's like I think it's like between Japan and Indonesia, somewhere in that general, a huge vast area. I feel like you just <laughs> want to avoid those, those coordinates as much as possible. Right. I'm wondering you... how ships are are about that. I wonder if anybody ever ventures in. Oh yeah. Anymore. No, they go through. And and it's just like it's only sometimes that things disappear in there, right? <laughs> only you know one in every hundred boats one in every, just like, mysteriously yeah. disappears. No but big deal. <laughs> just off the face of the planet. One is too many, Jordan. We need missing no, ship awareness. That's Don't right, Squatch. Scream at me, Squatch. One life is too many to lose, Jordan. That's true. I know. <laughs> God. Weird like things now. happen in the ocean. I can't wait for the summer. I want to. I want to do some like weird ocean stuff in the summer. When you, <laughs> what do you want? You want to disappear? I mean, I don't. I'm talking about episodes. I would. Would you go through the Bermuda Triangle? I would. That like travel through it? Yeah, I'd take a boat through it. Man, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm a super superstitious guy, but I'd probably not. I, I'd do it. I'm pretty sure my dad has done it in the Navy. Really? So I'm like, oh, I'll do it. I have to ask my dad. He might have done it too in the submarines. Oh. I don't know. I won't go into a haunted house, but I'll I'll go through the, the I'll go through the Bermuda Triangle. See, I would go through a haunted house because I know it'll come out the other side. No, there we go. Then you can do that while I'm sailing through the Bermuda, <laughs> and then we'll tell each other what happened. On happens. the other side, we'll just speed yeah. up and see what happens. <laughs> uh, so Liverpool. Liverpool. This is Bold Street. Is Liverpool or Livermore? Liverpool. So on a sunny afternoon in July of 1996. So this is even more recent. Frank and his wife, Carol, went to Liverpool's Bold Street area for some shopping. Okay. A little, a little shopping, okay? Stuff I trust him already. His name's Frank. I've right never now. met a dishonest Frank. I don't, it's like I don't a think solid. I've met, I think I've met maybe, maybe two or three Franks in my life. I've liked every one of them. Yeah. Good going, Frank. <laughs> Good name. Strong name. Uh, at Central Station, they split up. Carol went to Dylan's Bookshop, and Frank went to HMV to look for a CD that he wanted. Okay. Because, uh, you know, they had those existed in the 90s. <laughs> CDs. They were prevalent. 
As he walked up to the Lyceum post office uh, slash cafe building that led onto Bold Street, he suddenly noticed he had entered a strange oasis of quietness, quote unquote. All right. Um, suddenly, a small box van that looked like something out of the 1950s sped across his path, honking its horn as it narrowly missed him. He noticed a name on the side of the van called, it was Kaplan's. Okay. Um, but when he looked down, he saw that he was unexpectedly standing in the middle of the street. So he, so he's standing in the middle of the road, almost got hit by some 50s looking van. Okay. On Bold Street. He crosses and sees that Dylan's bookstore now had a Crips sign over its entrance. Hmm. So like another another place had taken it over. Mm-hmm. Now even more confused, he looked in and saw not books, but women's handbags and shoes. This was supposed to be where his wife had went to go pick up books. All right. Uh, looking around, he He's realized... He's just like, that woman, I knew she was just out here shopping for another purse. Right. Uh, spending her hard-earned money that she worked so hard for. Yeah, so he's pissed when he goes in. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he goes in very confused. He has no idea what's going on. Uh, looking around, he realizes that people are dressed in clothes that appear from the, that look like they're from the 1940s. Okay. Which, because, you know, he's a good gauge of that. Mm-hmm. He's Frank, so he's got a good eye. <laughs> Suddenly, he spots a young girl in her early 20s dressed in a lime-colored sleeveless top, which kind of suits our time. Mm-hmm. Um, the handbag she was carrying had a popular brand name on it, so he kind of was he was reassured that it was that he was she was carrying some Gucci. All yeah, right. yeah. So he felt like he was still in 1996, but he didn't know what, what was happening. Mm-hmm. So as he goes inside, Frank's watch watches in amazement as the interior of the building completely changes hmm. in a flash to that of Dylan's bookshop. So it's Crips on the outside, yeah. always looking in, mm-hmm. seeing everybody inside. Handbags. Mm-hmm. Then he goes inside, and it's. Oh, like when he comes changing. through the threshold, it's yeah. like a switch. And, it's, and it changes to Dylan's bookshop. Okay. Uh, the girl that he had been, that in the sleeveless shirt that he had yep. been looking at. Old Limey? Mm-hmm. Old Limey. <laughs> she goes to leave, and he and he turns around, and like he can, he's like, hey, you see that? Like, do you see what just, mm-hmm. what was going on? And she's like, here? get off me, you pervert. That's what I thought when I first said it, because <laughs> it says that he lightly grasped her. And I was like, hmm, I was going to say grabbed, but the grasped is probably better term verbiage. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, yeah, I thought it was a clothes shop, but, uh, but apparently it's a bookshop. So she oh. had gone in thinking the same thing, thinking this look, yeah, that it looked like a, uh-huh. she saw the bags and stuff like that from the outside mm. and she went in and then it turned into the bookshop for her too. So he wasn't the mm. only one that experienced it. But didn't she come out of said store with a bag from this era? Maybe she went in with that bag. Maybe that was her current bag and she was looking to upgrade. No, there were other people around that looked like they were from the 1940s. Yeah. And then she was the only one that was like look that looked in uh-huh. place for 1996. Okay. So that's that's All Liverpool. Right. All right. Um, have you heard of the Vanishing Hotel? Maybe. There's a lot of hotels that do a lot of weird things. It's true. I've learned that thoroughly doing this research. I figured that was why it was, yeah, it was a good reason to keep it in for that for that alone. Um, this is a widely publicized one from October of 1979. Okay. Kicking it back a couple of years. Described in the ITV television series Strange But True concerning the Simpsons and the Gisbys. All right, so 1979, a widely publicized case from October of that year, uh, described in the ITV television series Strange But True uh, concerning the Gisbys and the Simpsons. They were two English married couples driving through France. They're on their way to a holiday in Spain. They claim to have stayed overnight at a curiously old-fashioned hotel. According to the couples, they didn't have telephones, lifts, or even glazed windows, which I'm assuming is like maybe double pane. So they find this little old-fashioned, quaint hotel, mm-hmm. um, and they really enjoyed their stay. When they decide to break their trip on the way back to try to find the hotel again, uh, they can't. It's just, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the photographs that they had taken while they were at the hotel also disappeared um and the negatives that they had that weren't developed yet um were blank from the pictures that they had taken at the hotel i think they just did something scandalous in that hotel and then try to cover it up with a time slip story yeah that's what it is they didn't want people to see those pictures right (laughs) so it's like it's mostly it's mostly like something weird happened and then it's reaffirmed by something Mm -hmm. else yeah but it's just these small little I've heard actually I've heard Glimpses. a couple now that I'm thinking about it of like of some kind of lodging 
place, be there. Somebody goes there, hangs out, has a great night. Mm-hmm. They want to come back, and it's gone. And it's gone. Yeah. Like it was never there. Yeah. And they thought it was weird the whole time. And it was just, it was old-timey, but just a little too old-timey. Mm-hmm. But they still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then, well, yeah, you would think that you're the one out of place if it's if right. it's a whole old timey place. So they wouldn't they but, wouldn't mess uh, with you. I mean, I guess it depends on the location because sometimes hotels really go in on their themes. So True. like, maybe you're just like, oh, they're just real dedicated. I mean, there's ice hotels for God's sakes. Like, yeah, they do all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, those are going quick though. Well, <laughs> um, we're worried about COVID right now, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, we're not going to talk about. We'll get warming. to the ice when we can live. Okay. 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 <laughs> Uh, so there was one about a Charlie Chaplin film. Okay. So uh, it was during it was when his movie The Circus came out in 1928. Uh huh. Apparently, a woman passed uh, passes by whatever they were taking pictures of, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the premiere or whatever. Uh, and apparently, it looks like she's speaking into a mobile phone. Hmm. Various experts believe the device to be an early hearing aid, which I don't know. I don't think so though. Though no one has definitely disproven the urban legend. I could see that. I could also see it just be like a pocketbook. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you've never held anything up to your face before that's not a phone. Well, and especially if you're like at a movie premiere, maybe you don't want your picture taken, so you're holding something up to block your face, yeah. you know. And just because you're walking by, somebody thinks that you're yeah. on the go doing something. Hmm. I don't know. I, I've, I've heard of that before, but I haven't seen the picture in a really long time. I want to go back and, and check it out again. Yeah, the picture was... It's cool. It's just it's just not very definitive. Yeah, I mean it's hard. If anything from that time is, it's early photographic technology. Yep. You know. Which brings us to our last story for today, at least. There was another small one, but it was, it was not a, uh, not significant enough. It wasn't good enough for us. We have standards here. We do. It doesn't seem like it, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> so we're looking at Versailles. Okay. This is a, a bigger, uh, the, the Versailles time slip. There's an area in Kentucky called Versailles. Oh, really? Except we say Versailles. And if you say Versailles, if you, if you say yesterday <laughs> I was driving down Versailles Road, you will get smacked right out of the state. It is Versailles. <laughs> Versailles. But when in France, call it Versailles. Versailles. Oh, yeah. When in, yeah. For sales, I, I never. For, yeah, like there's a lot of the fr- French and German named places. I mean, there's Paris, Kentucky, um, um, like all kinds of old timey mm-hmm. city names that were brought over into America because yep. people liked them when before they immigrated. Well, yeah, so a lot of um, European people, you know, making those decisions. So, mm-hmm. so there's there's a Versailles, mm-hmm. but you say for sales. Bro, you you can say for sales <laughs> <laughs> only when I'm talking about there. <laughs> I would love to go see uh, Versailles one day. And Versailles. <laughs> one, yeah. Very different places. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, so this one takes place in August of 1901 in Versailles. So this one's like one of, if not the oldest, the oldest one we're going through today. Okay. Besides that, uh, what that lady thought she saw from 685, but she crazy. She drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you swerving. <laughs> she swerving into a ditch. Um, so this one's about Charlotte Moberly and Eleanor Jourdain. Okay. Um, they visited the Palace of Versailles and its gardens in uh, 1901. Moberly was the president of Oxford's St. Hugh's College, mm-hmm. and Jourdain was her assistant. The women decided to go to go see the Trianon Palaces in the gardens of Versailles. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. Tri- tri- trianon, Trianon. But- Whichever. I couldn't do it any better. <laughs> it's not it's not crazy looking, but it's I just want to make sure I don't know. The the Grand Trianon was closed for the day, the day that they went, so the two women decided to visit the Petit Trianon instead. Okay. Which was Marie Antoinette's private palace. Uh while searching they passed a small cottage and a farmhouse. And while according uh to the book that they wrote in nineteen eleven, so over over a decade later well, about a decade later. The women saw a range of men in different period costumes in the gardens. A man in a sombrero showed them the way to the palace and Moberly saw an elegant woman sketching the Petit Trianon. Uh, Jourdain didn't see her, but Moberly claims she later recognized the woman when she saw a particular portrait of Marie Antoinette. I'm assuming with a a group of people. So she saw the Marie Antoinette being painted. She thinks so. By a man in the sombrero? 
No, a man in a sombrero was leading them around. I don't know what a man in a sombrero was doing in Versailles. That seems really, yeah, that seems real out of place. What if there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on what here? If, what if that's your like? What if that's like a like a time time guardian is the man in sombrero? Man in so like sombrero. anytime somebody experiences some weird time, there's just a man in the sombrero there to lead you through it. Please work the man in the sombrero into the title <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> he's like the it's a sombrero time police or something. I don't oh, know. Oh man, something. No, he's your time guardian. He's there to help you out, Jordan. He's going to show you through, and then might maybe show you to the place with the good tamales. <laughs> they they revisited Versailles a lot of times over the years. Everything that they had remembered from the gardens had disappeared. Every time they went, uh, instead of the quiet gardens and the weird atmosphere, they kept having to contend with tourists mm. from then on. So they never managed to recreate the experience. Okay. But that's essentially what they saw was, was a whole bunch of people from different periods. Yeah. Time-wise. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a rebuke to that mm-hmm. to their claims uh one philippe julien explained that the french poet robert de montesquieu held elaborate parties at versailles mm-hmm. uh, his guests often wore period costumes okay uh he claims that that's what they had come across was one of the one such parties but why would somebody being painted in the middle of the party right and to see marie Antoinette. well only one of them saw the marie Antoinette thing but yeah um on the other hand in 1903, someone found an old map of the Trianon Gardens. Mm-hmm. It showed the bridge that the women had talked about, yep. uh, a bridge that didn't exist in 1901, mm-hmm. and that wasn't featured on any other map that they could have seen. Yes. I was hoping you found that. Yeah. That was... Because for me, that's the one thing that throws a wrench in it all. And right? it's like, oh, oh, maybe they did do it. I love when people have things that they refute it with that mm-hmm. they fight these things with but then there's still little bits that you that you just can't dis, mm-hmm. you can't disclaim yeah, you have something oh yeah it's just Tom he likes to throw crazy parties yeah but what about this bridge that we have a blueprint of that's not here that was here at this time to this time and wasn't here when they were here right what were we saying then oh well uh, uh, we're going to ignore that it was the party all right it was, that was the, the party. party bridge that was the okay. party bridge that's what it was it's it's real elaborate all right he had a bridge builder come put it up take it down the same day it's have you ever done a bridge it's no big deal yeah it's no big deal <laughs> have you ever made a bridge you don't know come on it's the golden gate pish posh pish posh <laughs> this is versailles <laughs> standards <laughs> so that was a good little grab bag of uh of time slips a handful of time slips yeah again I wish that some of them. I wish that some of them were a little bit more interactive. That like maybe they had an occurrence, like something going on. Yeah. I've heard more interesting things about time slips and stuff like that from just from the like the one one or two viewers that have sent us stuff like that mm-hmm. than most of the stuff that I've That's read about. That's true. Some of the deja vu things that the yeah. listeners have sent in. Yeah. Like keep sending us stuff like that. The, oh, oh, I just want to. I just want to read about that. I just yeah. want to talk about that. Uh, we would love to hear your story if you think you saw a ghost or an alien or anything. Mm-hmm. But even if you something just really weird happened and you're like, I don't know, I just it was weird. You stay a night at a hotel you can never find again. <laughs> Please tell us. Yes. So what do you? What, how do you feel about time slips after after going through all of these stories? Uh, again, out of my sci-fi spectrum, yeah, that I land on because I'm a geek mm-hmm. nerd. <laughs> all of the above uh i feel like time and time slips and pretty much everything having to do with how time works it's mm-hmm. it's all that's all my favorite mm-hmm. uh because nobody knows nobody has any clue yeah but it's one of the most fun things to speculate about it so is. i feel like i feel like they're definitely they could occur i wouldn't mind experiencing one I'd rather do that than like mm-hmm. see a, a ghost or like a demon. I mean, I mean, potentially you would be seeing a ghost anyways, but when here's something weird to think about, you could have, you could have been driving down a, a road, a highway that's been there for 50 years. And it's a stretch of highway that has nothing on it or has everything there hasn't changed in 50 years. And you don't even realize. And you could have went in and out and not even known it. Yeah, that's true. What about you? I don't know. I have a hard time. I like the stories a lot for the same reasons. I try to look at things on both sides and neither argument beats the other for me yet. Mm -hmm. So I can't make my mind up because on one side I'm like, all right, 
it is all past stories. You never hear a future one. That seems a little weird. Like, why would it only be that way? Yeah. But then that could be the same. Like, that could be the explanation. Not the explanation. That could be part of why time works how it does. And it makes that make sense. Could be wrong. Time, for me, goes into the whole... It folds into... If you if you believe in fate and stuff like that, okay, how so? Well, I mean, if there if there are like you know echoes of the past and and stuff like that, that that some that you're seeing something that like why would you see something like that if it didn't make a significant impact on you? Or what I'm I guess what I'm trying to say is if everything happens for a reason which I like to believe mm-hmm. it does even though I don't know how it's led I like to believe that that's the case um, that everything that you would think is a time mistake when mm-hmm. it happens or occurs mm-hmm. is intentional mm-hmm. or or maybe or maybe it's just a mistake maybe it's a glitch you know I don't know I, yeah but at all I they they kind of tie together for me in some ways. I don't know if you've ever seen, what was it? Um, it's like called a, it's, it's, it's named after a group and it's like a group of people that control kind of time and fate and stuff like that. But it kind of plays with those, like mm. those things in tandem, okay. which I really like, but it's, so it's bigger for me. Yeah. It's just, it, it's kind of all encompassing. I don't know. I think of it from the science perspective and what well, a little bit just from documentaries I've seen of, what is time just the question of what is time is so daunting mm-hmm. i mean it's only our best guess you know how we perceive it and yeah. we're doing our best to go to follow its rules essentially and it used to be something that frustrated me when people would say things like that i'm like you just no that's stupid like it's there's 12 hours and 24 hours in a day there's x amount of days da, da, da. but it's when you start thinking of things in a a, a galactic perspective and not just on our one little planet i mean somebody had to figure out how to try and chart that and all by the sun you know sun and moon cycles yeah it's that's crazy or yeah there's just so much compacted within time and then yeah technically there's some ways you could actually move forward in time that's why a lot of things i've heard is said that potentially with the way that we know how light speed works yeah you could potentially time travel forward but not backward mm-hmm. I don't think it's by a ton but I think it's more of at the rate of speed that you are moving in whatever vessel you're in compared to what's around you at that speed yeah yeah have you um did you ever see interstellar no I haven't yet I want Ooh. to they play with uh, with with like gravity playing into time too. That makes makes total sense to me. Um, just that they're all kind of like mm-hmm. forces of nature, laws of nature, because mm-hmm. they end up. Oh man, you you've got to see that. Yeah, I don't know. I've and I've have went back and forth on a couple things. I used to think that there were like infinite parallel dimensions. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think I do think that. Um. I don't think I do. I don't think there's an infinite number of Ryans because I don't think that would make sense with how I believe everything else works. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I don't believe in other dimensions. And I think the word dimension has been used incorrectly a lot because I, I think like dimensions, like think 2d, 3d. We know of a 4d. Yeah. I don't know of anything past that. But multiple dimension beings makes a lot of sense to me because they're experiencing a world. Like, imagine if we were in a 2D world. Yeah. It would make no sense compared to a 3D world. So mm-hmm. now magnify our 3D versus a 4D. And how, like, I believe we wouldn't even be able to see them. Yeah. It's like, just, it's inconceivable to our... And all of those can have effects with time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. A lot to unpack. But, but I I'm not opposed. Like I think there could be time slips. I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I mm-hmm. almost think like maybe like everything could be like an accordion. 
smushed up. Yeah. You know, maybe the layer that you're at someplace is smushed up against a specific point in time. And every now and then you go on to the other side of the accordion. Like, and who knows some of those other buttons on there could be other universes. I, you know, it's, it's anybody's guess, but I, I like, if nothing else, I like time slip stories. And I, some of the time I do think it's just somebody that is uh, going a little crazy with what situation they're in. Yeah. But some of them, I'm like, yeah, I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. And that bridge that you crossed that hasn't been there in like 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why these are, th- you know, fun things to look into. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is something we could revisit too. Oh yeah. Um, I would definitely love to do more. Like if I find any like more part two. time travelers mm-hmm. or like, I mean, cause it's, I don't know why they differentiate them, but. I mean, there's more stories that are. Yeah, you could even do an, be a part to, two for time slips. Yeah, and just and just call it, you know, time travelers, whatever. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, there's so much here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but speaking of time, we uh, we are hitting it. Yeah, how are we? How are we doing on that flux capacitor back there, buddy? Well, a couple more knocks on the wrench. I think I might have this up and going while I finish tightening up the bolts on it. Um, what what do we have in store for the people? Well, we have we got a new theme song coming at you. Yep, yep. You should be the second time around that you've heard it by the time this is going. Yes, hopefully we just we are just uh, recapping here because you know we have time to do so. <laughs> yeah, I think that we're going to introduce a new segment. So we have our main episodes like this one. We have our urban legends, which you guys really love. Um, it's about time for us to come out with yeah, another one Yeah, we need to get back those. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to the Urban Legends, and it's going to be the same lines, not super in-depth, um, probably about a run, run about a half an hour to yeah. 45 minutes. More conversational. Um, we're going we're gonna to do some variant yeah. of paranormal news and talk about weird things and potential science things and just weird stuff that's happening now. Because we talk about so many things that are old. I think the, we did, I think the, 2014 might be like the newest story we have mm-hmm. but a lot of things is 60s 70s what happened in way back and there are so many things like technologically and scientifically and besides that yeah. more more paranormal stuff is going on every yeah. day I'm sure we don't have a name for it yet if you guys have names send them in yeah some, some, send anything in anything related up, to guys. weird paranormal news and we'll we'll get that going and I think that segment uh, excuse me. We might we might make that the next episode as a, a paranormal news episode. That'd be fun. Yeah, a little snipper. That's right. That's right. And but, then uh, other than that, I don't know what my next feature episode is going to be. I'm kicking a few ideas around. Okay. Um, but we've got that one coming up next. We don't want to get too locked down. We're going to try to get as much content to you as possible while we're all stuck in our houses. Mm-hmm. Well, while y'all are stuck in your houses, I'm out working. Um, Appreciate you keeping those pants away somebody's gotta keep the rats out mm-hmm. um yeah so we're gonna try to push as much out as we can be a little bit tighter with our schedule maybe get a few extra episodes out here and there yeah um but yeah i think that's all all we got right now ain't nothing keeping us down and like i mentioned in the beginning of the episode please take a minute give us a rating give us a review share us on whatever social medias you're on the Instagram's up there. I don't even know how many followers we're at right now. It's perfect time right now. Like, yeah, you're inside. You got nothing better to do. So hop Use on. Use those thumbs. <laughs> Use those thumbs. Use them thumbs. <laughs> All right. All Jordan, right, you got well, anything else? Um, I just hope everybody's doing well, mm-hmm. and we will continue to, uh, you know, pray and have our well wishes for everybody while we're uh, all going through this together absolutely have a glass of bourbon on me i'll join you (laughs) um but i think i got this car up and going i think we might be able to make it back to we might not be able to get after the covid crisis but we can at least get back to the current day yeah so let's hop in here until next time everybody remember stay Stay toasty. toasty